Welcome to History Sleuth, a podcast exploring the involvement of history and culture in current events. Today, my sister Audrey is back for our third musical episode. Yes, I am. Hello, Audrey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm a little sleepy personally, but I'm really excited. Yes, I stayed up till one last night and woke up at 11. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) That sounds like uh, a lot like my sleep patterns. Yes. (laughs) Well, that's good. So, today's musical, Audrey, we're Mm going to talk about Hamilton. I love Hamilton. Yeah. It was so good. (laughs) Um, But before we get into that, if you're on Twitter, follow me at Sleuth History to get updates about when I post new episodes and all that fun stuff. I'm just a college student, a history major. Audrey's in high school. Mm -hmm. We don't actually know anything. These are our opinions. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, in this episode, we're going to talk about Hamilton. Probably, I'd say, one of the most popular history musicals of all time. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Um, Audrey and I watched Hamilton on Disney Plus Fourth of July weekend, so a little while ago, but we really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have some questions. <laughs> so first, Audrey, could you tell us a little bit about the plot of Hamilton? Sure, I'd love to. Well, Disney Plus basically says that it presents the tale of American founding father Alexander Hamilton. Hint, the title of the musical. <laughs> Never would have guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and it says that this revolutionary moment in theater is a story of America then told by America now. Which I think is a cool way to put it. Yeah, Kinda yeah. Simple. I think a great way of putting it. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite parts of the musical or like highlights yeah. for you in watching okay. it, Audrey? Well, okay. I definitely like Debbie Diggs. Wow. He was oh great. Gosh. I think he's everybody's favorite. He's yeah. just like his personality and like how he like shines off the stage. <laughs> it's just seems amazing. Like he's having a good time. Yeah, like I want to be and his, his hair. Friend. Is having a good time. I love his hair. Yeah. So definitely, I like every single part where he's in it. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, too. yeah. Oh, and and King George. Yeah. Played by. What's his name? Christoph. I know from it's Frozen. <laughs> I know it's Christoph from Frozen, but I don't remember uh, his actual name. Awesome! Wow. Jonathan Groff. Jonathan Groff. Yes. So yeah, King George, played by Jonathan Groff. It was amazing. I mean, he was only in there for like eight minutes. But yeah, yeah. It so was short. fantastic every single great. time he was there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I also want to be his friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. I have to throw in there too. Leslie Odom Jr. did a really amazing job. Yes, yes. I loved listening to him sing. <laughs> I think honestly, when I first heard that there was a musical about Hamilton, mm-hmm. I was honestly like, so I was in high school at the time. Yeah. I think I, this was like five years ago. What? So I was like your age. Yeah, I um, was in, in middle school. <laughs> you were a little girl. Um, <laughs> I was still a, a history nerd then, and I was honestly like, Hamilton? Why'd they pick Hamilton <laughs> to do a musical on? He's boring. Yeah. Because um, I always thought Thomas Jefferson was more interesting. Mm. Um, and so I was like, well, I'm going to be on Thomas Jefferson's side. And I still <laughs> am. <laughs> I was she stuck to Burr. it. <laughs> yeah, no, he was, he was really good. And wait for it, uh-huh. like his voice. I saw a video of him, like, singing it during rehearsal, Ooh. and it was really good. Yeah. Like, it was rehearsal, but it was amazing. <laughs> Just a reminder, in case you haven't listened to the other episodes that Audrey's in yet, she is in <laughs> choir, so uh, she knows things about singing. <laughs> I do yeah, not. <laughs> yes, I am in choir, mm-hmm. although this year choir will be weird. Who knows? Yes, Everything's going to be weird. the coronavirus, Ooh. we're not going to be able to have choir. Yeah, that so. is pretty wacky. But uh, that cannot stop me from singing. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sure my whole family hears me <laughs> every single day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay, so yeah. as far as the history goes in Hamilton, Audrey, mm-hmm. what were some of the like historical events or people that stood out to you from Hamilton? The the song, the burning papers, mm-hmm. like burning with papers, snowing, yeah, yeah, burn, yeah. Burn. <laughs> yeah. Eliza yeah. is singing it, yeah. yeah, and basically, like, Hamilton, like, opens up to the whole of the public, like, I had an affair, like, without telling her, and she's, like, heartbroken, it's like, that seemed really real, she looked like she was crying. Yeah, that was, I was crying. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah, and she's just burning the papers. I was kind of, I was, like, half, like, attached to her emotion, but then also half worried about the fire on the stage. And the things <laughs> yeah, that like, performance-wise. Yeah, I was like, work. I was like, that's actual fire. She's, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. how is that going to get out? Yeah. <laughs> Blow that out. So, but, yeah, so I, I didn't know... Well, first of all, I didn't know much about Alexander Hamilton in the yeah. first place. So lots of this was new. <laughs> yeah, so lots of it was new. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, just the fact that he he put his his image and his mm-hmm. goal and job over, like, his personal relationships. Yeah, yeah. Was very intense. Yeah, that definitely is the impression that we get. And that's interesting, too, because, like, as far as um, the personalities of historical figures, sometimes that's that's hard to judge but if you like read a lot of their writings and kind of like learn a lot about their life and the decisions that they made you can kind of get a a feel for like what they would have been like in real life and I feel Mm -hmm. like with Hamilton too the little bit of like documents and stuff that I've had to read from him for history classes like he's very fiery and there's like a lot (laughs) there to read and um he's very persuasive so like kind of as a history major it's fun to read his writings over other people's because he's so much more passionate about what he's Mm -hmm. talking about but at the same time I think it's hard to say like for certain what he was like because we don't know like did he speak like he yeah. wrote yeah um did he hold fast to those different motivations and things like he did in his writings and mm-hmm. um how would he portray himself you know like would he say he put his ambitions and his goals over everything else over personal relationships because that's definitely what it looks like in yeah. the musical hamilton and i think you could probably make a good argument for that but it's kind of an interesting thing where you get to a point where you yeah just, you, just you can't don't know, know. Yeah, yeah you can't know no that's really interesting were there any other moments that you want to talk about? <laughs> How Hamilton's son looks exactly like <laughs> <laughs> his friend John Lawrence. That <laughs> was kind of weird. It took me to really adjust to that. I'd be like, okay, he's nine now. You <laughs> <laughs> did a good job as a little kid. Yeah, though. yeah. If you haven't if you haven't watched Hamilton, I could probably explain a little bit more. Um, some of the characters are double casted, yeah. and so in Act One, Anthony Ramis is. John Lawrence, mm-hmm. an abolitionist, one of Hamilton's friends, and then in Act Two, you know, after John Lawrence dies in the yeah. war, he plays um, Philip, Philip Hamilton's son, which is funny. And there's some other characters that are double casted too, like yeah. Lafayette um, is Thomas Jefferson mm-hmm. in the second act, and um, Hercules Mulligan mm-hmm. is James Madison in the second act mm-hmm. as well. Is there anybody else? Peggy oh. Schuyler. Oh is yeah, then Maria Reynolds. Yeah, Peggy becomes Mariah Reynolds. Mariah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They say it funny because they're British. That's what British people say. <laughs> yes, yeah, me uh, down here in Texas, Maria. Maria. <laughs> that was really gross. I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, another question about history in Hamilton. Is it easy or difficult, Audrey, do you think, to figure out what really happened versus what was created for the musical? Well, I think this is similar to Les Mis, mm-hmm. where I didn't know much about the history. Like, I, I went through history school. 
history school. <laughs> specific school for history. I, I took the history classes in yeah. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I learned about world history and mm-hmm. American history, Texas mm-hmm. history, mm-hmm. all the histories. That's um, it. <laughs> those are the only three. Yep. <laughs> but obviously they didn't focus as much on Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know much about his personal history. Right, 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 right. Um, so I just kind of like soaked everything in because I didn't know what else to think. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. I thought it was really interesting. Like, I knew a lot about the war, mm-hmm. the American Revolution, and getting through that. So mm-hmm. that was all familiar to me. Yeah. And then afterwards, trying, like, I knew, like, the beginning part of them trying to create a right. government. Mm-hmm. But then there came a point where, like, I didn't know anything about it. Like, George Washington resigning. Yeah. Like, that was all new to me. Like, yeah. that was farther oh, that's than. so emotional. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's kind of cool. I agree. Because the way that Hamilton is kind of structured, the Revolutionary War ends mm-hmm. with the first act. I was kind of surprised by that, actually, because, like, all the excitement and stuff, I feel like, is in yeah. the war and the battles and, yeah, like, all Yeah, I was kind of sad it ended. I like the war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, especially because stuff gets rough for Hamilton in the second <laughs> act anyway, so it's kind of, like, Yeah, more. it's depressing. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that was really interesting. I liked seeing the, the cabinet battles and, like, Washington mm-hmm. resigning and mm-hmm. different things like that. Mm-hmm. I think, too, like, for that moment in particular, like, with, with Washington stepping down and people were, like, surprised and, like, unsure and kind of frightened of, like, what sort of political chaos this yeah, would yeah. cause, um, being able to, like, hear that song and experience that, like, through the plot made me more emotional about it than, like, I had to read Washington's farewell address for, like, yeah. my class on, on the presidents and so... I took that, like, a, a couple years ago. Um, and reading that, I'm like, ugh, just gotta annotate this primary source. But, like, <laughs> listening to it and hearing them sing about it, that's an entirely different mm-hmm. experience. And yeah, that was, totally. That was nice. To kind of give us a better gauge of, like, how people might have actually felt about yeah. those things, about that. So, I thought that was cool. Yeah. So, my impression, just from, like, watching Hamilton, mm-hmm. was that um, this history is told very much from Hamilton's point of view. I feel like if someone knew nothing about American history before watching Hamilton, they think he single-handedly incited the revolution against Britain, <laughs> won the Revolutionary War, created and passed the Constitution, ended John Adams' presidency, handed Thomas Jefferson the election of 1800, and all of these other things. <laughs> Anyone who studies history knows that we have to do our research using multiple sources because we don't want to just tell one person's story ever. Mm-hmm. Um, But this musical doesn't really do that. It's very much Hamilton's story from Hamilton's perspective, which I think is is interesting and is still very entertaining. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think there's anybody sitting here watching Hamilton and being like, ah, yes, Thomas Jefferson owes his presidency only to Hamilton. Like, I don't think anybody (laughs) actually believes that. But it is something that I noticed and I think maybe a criticism for doing when when we're doing the work of history and like researching it. Mm -hmm. That's something we, we don't want to emulate Hamilton in that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so as far as the general history in the musical Hamilton goes, um, Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote the musical mostly based off of a 2004 biography called Alexander Hamilton mm-hmm. by Ron Chernow. Chernow? I don't know. The dude named that's Ron. That's a lot helpful. That's helpful. He didn't like like researching. No, he didn't. And then writing it and choreographing it. He just wrote <laughs> yeah. it, which is still a giant task to do, yeah, but like, yeah. you gotta use the book. Yes, yes. <laughs> definitely helpful though there are some criticism of how like the research of hamilton was done in that book yeah and kind of what we were talking about the musical feeling like it was only from hamilton's perspective yeah. that probably could have been fixed if he used something other than <laughs> one singular biography that is hamilton. True. but i agree he didn't have to do the research himself <laughs> and also didn't try to pretend that he was a historian 
Um, mm. Which is also helpful. You know, there are some good things out of that. There are some good things. Yeah. So kind of like what we were saying already for like historical events in Hamilton, the first act of the musical covers the American Revolution, ending with the Battle of Yorktown. And then the second act covers Hamilton as Washington's Secretary of Treasury um, with cabinet debates and then the election of 1800 and Hamilton's duel with Aaron Burr. So there are like, just throughout the musical generally, there are a few small historical details that are incorrect. Like there weren't only three Schuyler sisters. In reality, all the founding fathers were white and there was probably a lot less singing and dancing (laughs) during the American Revolution. I would assume so. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't really think these things are a big deal and and people kind of know that, you know, like as they're they're listening. So what is a big deal and what most people have an issue with is the way that slavery is dealt with throughout the musical. Mm -hmm. Um, because as I've mentioned already in other episodes of this podcast, like people, I don't think have a good understanding of the history of American slavery and um, the impact that that institution has even on our world today um, yeah. and how detrimental that is, that was and still is. And so for Hamilton to continue misconceptions about it, I think is something worth noting. Mm-hmm. So Audrey found our, our first article I for did. today. Audrey, do you want to talk about it a little bit? Yes. Okay. This is completely improv. <laughs> we were going to wing it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah. So this is an article about the backlash to Hamilton. It said hashtag cancel Hamilton. It's um, dramatic, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It was a little bit Hamilton. of drama queens, yeah. but you know, it's okay. Um, so this article is from The National and it quotes... The Broadway success has come under renewed scrutiny for the history of its protagonist after being released on streaming platforms. The show has previously been campaigned for its diverse cast, with Miranda defining the musical as the story of America, then told by America Now. However, the politicians' link with the slave trade have resurfaced following Hamilton's release. While Hamilton, portrayed as a scrappy young immigrant in the musical, is not believed to have directly had enslaved people in his service, he managed slave sales for his wife's family, the Schuylers, according to historians. As Annette Gordon-Reed, professor of history and law at Harvard, told the Harvard Gazette, he was not an abolitionist. He brought and sold slaves for his in-laws, and opposing slavery was never at the forefront of his agenda. Miranda acknowledged Hamilton's timely release amid ongoing anti-racism protests in the U.S. and beyond. When you write a musical that brushes against sort of the origins of his country, it's always going to be relevant. He told NPR, The fights we had at the country's origin are the fights we're still having. I'm always sad that slavery is the original sin of this country. The actor added that slavery is a system in which every character in our show is complicit in some way or another. Hamilton, although he voiced anti-slavery beliefs, remained complicit in this system. Yes. Cool. Thanks, Audrey. That was so much. Yeah, I appreciate you um, reading out bits from that article for us. Do you have any thoughts that you wanted to share on that article or stuff that made you think about? I would say, like, I agree that it is a big problem for, like, hiding the racism Mm -hmm. in the history of Hamilton. Mm -hmm. I feel like I would kind of disagree with Miranda saying, like, Mm -hmm. oh, like, it's always going to be relevant in a musical, like, Mm -hmm. you know... Like, I don't really understand what he's saying, actually. Yeah. So his quote was, when you write a musical that brushes against the origins of this country, it's always going to be relevant. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he was trying to say, like, a little bit more vaguely, but the fact that, like, choices that the founding fathers made still impact life today. Sort of the idea that, like, Mm. 
Yeah. The institution of slavery set up this, like, system of racism in our country that we're still dealing with now. And that's why it has to be said that Black Lives Matter, because at one point in our country's history, that Mm -hmm. was not the case. So I think he's saying something like that, just not as specifically or not as um, obviously. I feel like that doesn't, like, change the fact or hide the fact that he... Like, it doesn't make it okay right. in his musical that he completely, like, pretended it didn't exist. Right. Because, right. as we've been talking about, um, not everybody knows that history, so they're just mm-hmm. taking it in and, like, doing mm-hmm. whatever, and so they're not gonna... Like, it is a problem yeah. today and back then that they didn't face or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they didn't deal with. Reveal, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So... I, I have a little bit of a rant, yeah, <laughs> on on all of this. I've already kind of started talking about it already, but mm-hmm. um, okay. So in the musical, there's a comment at the end where Eliza Hamilton says, "I spoke out against slavery. You would have done so much more if you only had time," mm-hmm. which is very hard not to sing. I did kind of read it, <laughs> yeah, it's part of the song. Um, uh, yeah. So making a conclusion like that is not good. For her, for, well, I mean, it's not actually her, but, like, for Miranda to write in, yeah, Hamilton probably would have been an abolitionist if he hadn't died in a duel. Like, there's no way to know that. Yeah, Um, yeah. There's no way to have known if Hamilton would have been an abolitionist later in life or not. And I think it's likely that he would not have been an abolitionist. Yeah. If we really look at the evidence, if you want to get into speculative history, which is never a good use of time, (laughs) um, there are a couple... Other moments when slavery comes up in the musical, but it's always the antagonists of the show that are on the wrong side of Mm -hmm. the issue, right? Like Hamilton, or not Hamilton, Miranda said that every character in our show is complicit one way or another in slavery is what he's saying, but it's only the antagonists that ever are attached to it. So in one of the cabinet battles, Hamilton insults Jefferson for having slaves. Um, And in another song, Hamilton praises John Lawrence for wanting to allow enslaved people to earn their freedom by fighting in the Continental Army, a suggestion Mm -hmm. that John Lawrence did make to Washington, kind of through Hamilton with Hamilton's support, um, but then Washington rejected it. And this is a side tangent on this tangent. Yes. um, Wanting to allow enslaved people to earn their freedom by fighting in the Continental Army. John Lawrence might have been an abolitionist, like might have genuinely been an abolitionist. We don't know because he died during the war, but he is the one who came up with this and and wanted to do this. But the way that Hamilton presented it to Washington and kind of the reasoning behind it was because the British were going to do it anyway. They knew that the British were going to try to destabilize them economically by turning their slaves against them because then they wouldn't have the slave labor um, for their however economics work with slave labor and then (laughs) also they would have more people to fight against the Americans and so in in a way it's just kind of a strategic military tactic um, almost more so than anything kind of abolitionist related so Mm -hmm. don't try to use that to say that Hamilton was an abolitionist okay so so like I said Miranda rightfully says that every character in the musical is complicit in slavery one way or another. The musical doesn't show that because it only focuses on the antagonists. The people who are against Hamilton Mm -hmm. are for slavery. And there's another thing. I think that sometimes people learn about historical events and they believe that in some way or another the event was inevitable. They'll say things like Washington, Jefferson, or Hamilton were just men of their times and we can't judge them by society's standards now. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd I'm hesitant to say that argument ever works, but I don't think that it works here for sure. Um, slavery wasn't just something that happened. It wasn't unavoidable or inevitable. People made choices to enslave other people mm-hmm. or to turn a blind eye while that took place 
or not to fight against the system um, because it was just easier. Um, so when we don't understand that people make choices, nothing just happens to them. Yeah. Um, we don't understand yeah. our own responsibility then in our current time to bring about justice and to call attention to systems of oppression that still exist today. Mm-hmm. It's true Hamilton could have been an abolitionist. He had that choice and he chose not to be. Um, when historians of the future study 2020, the same could be said about us. Um, what choices did you and I make in this time? What mm-hmm. we should have done? What people wish we have done? What sh- wish we would have done? All of those sorts of things. Um, that, was, a song. that was all really good. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but yes, okay, cool. there is a song. History yeah. has its eyes on you. <laughs> History has its eye on you. It's a cyclops. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. That's true. Moving on. Okay, okay. So here's another interesting thing about Hamilton that I found while doing research for this episode. Um, so Toni Morrison disliked Hamilton, the musical, so much that she funded an entire play to critique it, Whoa. Um, which is honestly the first <laughs> thing that made me super uneasy about being like a, a huge fan of Hamilton because I have a lot of respect for her. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so this play is called The Haunting of Lin-Manuel Miranda by wow. Ishmael Reed. And it's a little bit like um, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. So it's kind of based on that. Interesting. Um, here's a quick summary of the play from Wikipedia. After taking Ambien given to him by his agent, Lin-Manuel Miranda is visited by historical figures who were seemingly left out of his musical Hamilton, including enslaved Africans, Native Americans, a white indentured servant, and Harriet Tubman. Each person lectures him about their exclusion from the musical, while Lin-Manuel appears confused. He continuously defers to Ron Chernow's biography, Alexander Hamilton, to justify the content of the musical. After Lin-Manuel meets the racist ghost of Hamilton, he goes to confront... <laughs> I'm sorry. Why did they got to say he's a racist? That's really funny to me. Um, probably true also. But anyway, he goes to confront Chernow, who is unapologetic. At the conclusion, Lin-Manuel's agent tells him he's been commissioned to write a play about Christopher Columbus. Throughout, the play critiques Hamilton's high-ticket prices and corny songs. <laughs> corny songs. That seems pretty savage. Yes. Um, I feel like if I watched this play, I would never be able to watch Hamilton again. Mm, that's true. Which makes me a little bit sad. But this does bring up some good points. Yeah, I mean, um, somebody's got to say it. Somebody's got to somebody's somebody's gotta gotta say, say it. it. Somebody's got to... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, and so there's an article from Medium.com about this play, and the author there says, apparently the book-based musical doesn't provide, doesn't just provide a riveting reimagining of white slave owners as black and highlight the ways in which Alexander Hamilton was fictionally an abolitionist. It entirely glosses over the perspectives of slaves who were forced to serve the founding fathers. Mm-hmm. It ignores black, um, uh, this, this author was a, a person of color, and they say it ignores our black ancestors' real experiences. They continue, this is a difficult thing to reckon with, and we cannot allow it to be glossed over or dismissed. One of the world's greatest authors, a Nobel Prize-winning black woman, threw her support behind a play that examines the problems of this sensationalized musical. No matter how excellent the songs or uplifting opportunities for black actors, I can't get this thought out of my mind. Too often, black people's stories are disregarded. Too often, their experiences are invalidated and their pain dismissed. Watching such content must be coupled with meaningful racial analysis. Otherwise, the world will continue exactly as it was before the current uprisings. Racist, anti-black, and proud of it. Mm-hmm. So that, that I think, is the hard truth that we have to swallow with yeah. Hamilton, is that it gives us a world um, that never existed um, and mm-hmm. presents it as one that did. 
even though the songs are great, I yeah, um, I think somebody one of the things I read described it as corny. That makes me sad. <laughs> the songs are great, yeah. and I do love the opportunities for people of color to to really shine in in this way to have mm-hmm. such great representation, um, such talent um, mm-hmm. and opportunities. But um, it is important to recognize these things even while we enjoy Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of like one of the last quotes that I wanted to look at to leave it on a little bit more of a, a positive note, though these um, other negative things and critiques I think are really important to mm-hmm. to recognize. Um, an article on Slate.com says, Pulitzer Prize winning historian Annette Gordon-Reed, who we quoted earlier actually um, already in the article yes. Audrey shared, um, well, she wrote, the genius of black music and black performance styles is used by Hamilton to sell a picture of the founding era that has been largely rejected in history books. And she also told the Times she listens to the soundtrack every day. Loving a work of art involves advocacy and championship, but it also demands of us that we question it, interrogate it, work to see it, what it is honestly, and with clear eyes. Dismissing this line of inquiry entirely and demanding that Hamilton be uncritically celebrated is against what Hamilton itself is doing and what it asks of all of us. Can you explain that? Yeah. So <laughs> so um, this quote is talking about how, like, to in order to love Hamilton well, we do have to ask questions and criticize it. And mm-hmm. that's that's how we'd be a good audience member for this musical, is not just to say, like, this is perfect and has absolutely nothing wrong with it, but mm-hmm. to say Hamilton is really good. Um, and it also isn't so good in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to take those things together. And in our conversations about how good Hamilton is, we can say, yes, but you know, that wasn't what actually happened. And it's important to know the truth. But we get to talk about the truth because the conversation was started by this musical. Yes. I like that. Yes. That's good. Cool. Okay. Okay. So now we have our our final questions that we've used when we've talked about Newsies and Les Mis. So, Audrey, you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Answer all of our questions. Um, So now that we've gone over Hamilton... Um, the show and the history and all the controversy along with it. Um, yes. Let's evaluate how history is incorporated into this musical. First question. Is this musical well done and entertaining, since that is the primary goal of the musical? <laughs> I would say yes. Um, it is very entertaining. They're all very talented singers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and personally, I like looking at the costumes. They have yeah. very pretty Honestly, costumes. They have good costumes. Yeah. Very well made. And mm-hmm. the set was... The set was interesting. Yeah. Like, they were able... I like the simple sets where you can use with everything. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just need a simple set, and mm-hmm. it's great. And they have, like, the moving stage stuff, too. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, it was cool. So, I do think it is very entertaining. hmm Okay, great. I agree. <laughs> I agree completely. Um, okay, does this musical create or continue a misunderstanding of history, and is it a dangerous or unjust misunderstanding? I would say yes, and yes. Mm-hmm. As we went over, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't talk about um slavery and Mm -hmm. all of that that really actually happened in history Mm -hmm. and it makes people believe that Mm -hmm. it wasn't a problem was an issue that they were struggling with or yeah following through so i do think it is unjust yeah i agree yeah we've kind of gone over most of all of that (laughs) yeah already but i i will say i don't think that this misunderstanding is so great that we shouldn't watch hamilton yeah. Or shouldn't enjoy Hamilton. I think you can still like love the musical, yeah. but just be aware that that was that's not like yeah. 
fantasy accurate history or yeah. others. Yeah. Yeah. Don't blind yourself from racism. Yeah. Like it still exists. Yeah. It was yeah, still yeah, there. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it should open your eyes too to racism and, and issues like that today. Yeah. Um, as well. You shouldn't listen to Hamilton and then also not listen to the voices of people of color in our country now. Yeah. You have to do both. <laughs> you have to do both. <laughs> okay. Does this musical make people excited about history? I I would I would say so. I really like um, Hamilton, and it was very like it's it's completely all history. Mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm. like they took a bit of history and just kind of incorporated it a little. It's yeah, all history. It's all just the the characters and the events. It's all just historical. Yeah, so I thought that was yeah. really cool, especially watching the war because I've gone over the American Revolution a lot mm-hmm, at school mm-hmm. and tons of different ways with mm-hmm. movies and. Tests. <laughs> um, <laughs> Those are the two ways to go over history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So seeing it in like musical action, I was like yeah. in my zone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it helps people engage a little bit better. <laughs> um, and then lastly, does this musical educate people about history? Yes, I would say. Like, even if it's not completely accurate, it's mm-hmm. still, it still is about history and yeah. um, is accurate in other places and yeah, yeah, yeah. educates people about what happened and mm-hmm. how we got to where we are. Absolutely. And a little bit of a, of a side note. So Hamilton came out, like I said, when I was in high school, and it was mm-hmm. actually the year that I was taking the AP U.S. History exam. <laughs> and I kid you not, one of the multiple choice questions on the AP U.S. History exam was how many of the Federalist Papers did Alexander Hamilton write? <laughs> 51! <laughs> and the whole auditorium goes, Hamilton wrote the other 50! The other 51! <laughs> There were multiple questions about Hamilton. There were multiple questions where I could incorporate stuff that I remembered from the musical <laughs> into like my short answer response. And mm-hmm. and all of those questions and stuff, the test had to be written before the musical came out. So they had no idea. Wow. I they bet they no don't idea. do that now. Oh, no. They're like, no, I'm we sure can't. They're like, we can't do anything about Hamilton. <laughs> we must scan through all the songs first. Yeah. <laughs> we all did so well. <laughs> so I do, I do appreciate that. I do appreciate that education we got. Yeah. Okay. As we start to wrap up, some more um we had like one last thing that audrey shared with me which it'll be linked as well as like all of our other articles Mm -hmm. in our description below audrey do you want to describe um what you found in relation to hamilton (laughs) there's just a video on twitter and it was a little asian girl yeah and she was watching hamilton and she goes mom look it's me yeah her mom's like what and she's pointing at eliza and she's like it's me it's me and her mom was like, you're so pretty. You're doing so well. Oh, yeah. She was just so, like, cute and very happy. She was so happy. Yeah. So, so happy. I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. Just being, like, like seeing someone that looks like her, like, uh-huh. on stage. Uh-huh. And being, just, like, thriving. Yeah. Just wearing it. a beautiful dress, oh, singing. And, yeah, she did amazing. And yeah. the little girl was adorable. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> precious yeah that was really cute i definitely enjoyed that okay yeah here are my actual concluding thoughts i'm sorry this has gone on forever <laughs> okay so i think hamilton is a high quality musical with some very talented performers mm-hmm. um i really like that there's a colorblind approach to casting people to play historical figures um to provide more opportunities for people of color in historical shows today mm-hmm. i think that's really important um, David Diggs and Leslie Odom Jr. are my favorites. I love listening to them yeah. and watching them perform. <laughs> honestly, um, when I rewatch Hamilton, I'll probably skip through and just watch the songs that oh, they are Honestly, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but Hamilton as a whole makes me really uneasy. 
Mm-hmm. It seems very biased, like Hamilton himself wrote this musical, um, because everything seems to be told from only his perspective. And that's yeah. not necessarily the worst misconception to create. But as we talked about already, when we get into American slavery and the misconceptions that were perpetuated there, like that's much worse. That's that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, something I've got into a lot already on this podcast is the fact that misconceptions about history change how we react to and understand current events. Mm-hmm. So a proper understanding of history is vital, especially the history of American slavery. Um, the Black Lives Matter movement doesn't make a lot of sense to people who don't understand the history of race in America mm-hmm. and the history of American slavery in particular. People would like to think that everything was fine. Pretty much what was presented in Hamilton, that slavery was like a side issue. Only the antagonists of the narrative were involved in. Yeah. But if slavery wasn't really that big of a deal in the origins of America, then why do we have to insist that Black Lives Matter? And why do we have to continue to fight for justice if it has always been guaranteed to all Americans? Yeah, that's good. Thanks. <laughs> I don't, I mean... Like, I don't really have anything else to add on. Like, that pretty much summed it up. It yeah, you really can just good. retweet that. That's fine. Yeah, retweet. <laughs> to be fair, I, like, write down my thoughts and stuff she first, is. and then I just make Audrey do it on the fly. So I do. Yeah. It's, it's really my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. But we can Well, we can it's okay. She there. gave me the script weeks ago, yeah, and I you didn't read it. <laughs> I, I, I skimmed it right before we started recording. <laughs> So that's why Audrey's only a recurring character <laughs> on my <laughs> podcast, not a constant one. <laughs> You're just a guest. <laughs> no worry. One day I'm gonna take over. You're gonna secretly. Take over. I'm gonna take over. Yeah, she's she's currently writing an episode about <laughs> Jurassic World. So <laughs> keep your eye out for that. I guess. Yes. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I don't really know what else to say. That was all really good. Thanks. If you would like to. Rewind and listen to it again. <laughs> it was a yeah, good conclusion. <laughs> yeah, all right. Then we'll just we'll just conclude there. Um, okay. Thanks so much for joining me, Audrey. Yes, you're um, welcome. And all you listeners, thanks for joining as well. Uh huh. And have an amazing day. Yeah, do it's it. It's bright and sunny. It's August. School's starting soon, but have not a yet. Great day. <laughs> yeah, it's not August yet. This won't be posted. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it's not August. <laughs> I like completely like like you just assume it. she just wants was... it to be her birthday month. <laughs> so she's skipping it. I definitely thought it was. August. <laughs> it's still July. Oh, that's so sad. I mean, but also farther away from school. Yeah. If school exists school when we get there. And on that note, <laughs> bye. Let's go. See ya. Bye. So what did I miss? What did I miss? Mm. Virginia, my home sweet home, I want to give you a kiss. Mm-hmm. I've been in Paris meeting lots of different ladies. I guess I basically missed the late 80s. I traveled the wide, wide.